Intimacy Uncover Podcast with your hosts, Ryan Whitfield and Lex Harris, featuring On My Mind, Hot Spots, Fan Mail, and Pillow Talk. Y'all ready to connect? Let's go! Hey guys, welcome to the Intimacy and Cover Show. I'm Ryan. I'm Lex. And this is a show where we talk about dating, romance, intimacy, and sex. Yeah, pretty basically anything related to yeah, whatever hot, dating. Yeah, yeah, whatever's hot, what's going on in social media and the world of dating, this is what we talk about today. <laughs> You'll find it here. Um, so Lex, real quick, before mm-hmm. we dive into the show, um, how you been? I'm okay, Ryan. Well, listen, you know, summer was fun. It was a lot of fun. Summer was a lot of fun. No, I'm just summer was fun. Uh-oh. But you know, we I think we're headed into a new direction. It's, it's it's the season of summer is coming to an end. Is it? Yes, it is. And Yikes. you know, I always come back when we start the show, I always start with something that's on my mind. And I gotta I gotta stick close. Yes. Gotta, oh, Talk to the people. Um Right now is 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 cuffing season. Cuffing. Yeah, I gotta season. put my theme music on. This Uh-oh. is this is this is major right here. I gotta play cuffing my theme season. theme music. So if you guys don't know what that is, this is to all my cuffers out there. All this right. is serious. This it is, is real serious. serious. This is real serious. Okay. Just give me a moment, y'all. I gotta kind of take this in for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So just just embrace it real quick. This is serious. Mm. Yeah. This is serious. It's right real now. serious. Huh? This is real serious. Watch this. You see that? It's, it's, it's you feel that lead up? You, you feel that lead up? It's a build up. But no, um, cuffing season yeah. is now in place. So if you guys don't know what cuffing season is, cuffing season is uh, that time of the year where you know you've gone to the beach, you've gone to the pool parties, you've gone to all these social events, mm-hmm. and you kind of you know you for scouting. me you scouting. Okay. But a lot of people scout early, but this is officially the scouting season. So. Whatever you got going at the on. End of, at the beginning of August. The beginning of August. Okay. You want to start right. now, you want to start scouting. You want to start looking for that, that guy with the nice body or that young lady with the nice shape that you've been kind of thinking about vibing mm. with. And you want to kind of, you know, pay attention to her a little bit more. You yeah. want to kind of not go after everybody That's and right. kind of start streamlining. Stop the freckling. Right? Stop the freckling, yes. And you want to streamline it out. So the whole month of August... Mm-hmm. It's all about scouting. You want to be really paying attention. Like, okay. I mean, really paying attention. Makes like, sense to me. Yeah, like who's doing what, who's mm-hmm. this, right? And you want to do that because you want to kind of see who you want to kind of put your attention to as it gets colder, okay. right? So we have a breakdown in cuffing season, and I'm going to go through it. And I want you guys to really pay attention to this because this is very serious, mm-hmm. right? So August is scouting. You're looking around. You're seeing who's who, what's what, who you want to kind of chill with, mm-hmm. right? So then after that, after August, we're going to go into drafting. And drafting okay. is in September. All right. And drafting is kind of like when you, you're seeing who's doing what. Who's really making that attempt to who's give making you, the effort. Who's making the effort. That's what drafting is really about the effort. That's right. So who's calling you consistently. Yeah. Who's really trying who's to showing take, up. Yeah, who's, who's showing up. Who's giving, offering. Who's, who's initiating text and Initiating. Calls. There you go. Yeah. So then we're going to move into the tryouts. All right. The trials is the people who are... 
you know, did the effort and they're uh-huh. trying, they're putting the effort in, and they're showing you that they really want to, you know, they're really so, serious so about it. So give us something a little more definitive as definitive. to what a tryout might look like. Okay, a tryout might say, you know what, I'm going to confirm some dates. Okay. I want to try out, I want to try this out, I want to try okay. to see you on a consistent basis, right? Okay. I want to narrow down my search and I want to try this thing out. I want to maybe, instead of seeing mm-hmm. five people, I want to narrow it down to maybe two or three. Okay. okay. So this may be like even making efforts on each end, right? Like yeah. maybe yeah. the guy or the female may invite you to different things, Yeah, right? this is this okay. is where both parties are right. engaging. Both, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're engaging. And then, now, this is where it starts to get serious, right? We're into trials and we're leading into this is what we call preseason. Oh. Preseason is very serious. Yeah, because it sounds serious. No, I'm gonna tell you why it's mm-hmm. serious. Like so preseason is serious because now I gotta kinda narrow it down to like maybe one or two. I, Preferably I like to say one. We well, no, you can't go into preseason with five people. Okay. It's so very many. tough. That's too many. Okay, so many. If you're going into preseason with five people, that's that's too many. Yeah. Because, be, okay. The, the reason sense. why is listen, you really don't have a attention span mm. to really give every player that's on your team. Okay. So five is normally too much. normally five is around tryouts. Oh. When you get to preseason, you're narrowing it down to one or two. And the reason why that is is because there's one you get one game in the preseason. Okay. So All that right. one game you All get, right. that one game you get is Thanksgiving. Yikes. Thanksgiving? So, Thanksgiving. You know why? Because that's why it's preseason. You, you get the opportunity to invite one person. That's true. Right? Okay. To Thanksgiving. So once you if, if you're invited to Thanksgiving. That's a big deal. Right? That's a big deal. It's a big deal. You know, let me, let us tell you. not stashing you anymore. Yeah, you're not stashing. You, you haven't been ghosted. It's been consistent on both sides. Mm. All right, now that's key. Now here's, here's something you want to remember. Don't mess this up. Yeah. You don't want to mess this up. Right. So how do you it's do it? Deal. Right. So guys, if you're invited, play it safe. Get either a bottle of white, maybe some Ciroc, mm. or a bottle of brown, maybe some uh, some cognac, yeah. some Hennessy, or some mm. type of douce or, or something both. like that. Bring both. You never know what Be uncles safe. at the table. The uncles, the dads, the cousins, right. they'll love you. They'll right? love you. All right. Now, ladies, I know you might can cook. And you probably can kind of really get it in. Yeah. And what you'll notice is that this is not the opportunity it's to like show. The time shot. It's not the time. Not Play it safe. Yeah. Bake a cake or make a pie. And this is you know what you pretty much want to do. That's this true. is playing the safe. Because they welcome you. Right? Yeah, they welcome you in. Like, oh baby, you know that what? Sweet. That was sweet. sweet. Put the pie on the table or the That's cake right. on the table, and then we can kind of get to know you. That's but right. if you decide to try to make some type of lobster and macaroni yeah. and cheese, not the time for your That's dish. not it. Not because now they're gonna be like, she thinks she can cook and she can do something. She's trying to outshine. She's trying to outshine. Right. So you yeah. don't want to do that. That's right. All right. So um, moving along. Now once you. Yeah, this is good. And once you get through uh, cuffing season, uh-huh. not cuffing season, once you get through preseason, uh-huh. now it's time for cuffing season. Yes. This is where I've narrowed it down. Kind of like the main event. This is main event. This is where we. This is where the game is played. All right. This is where it's me yeah, and you. Ready. Yeah. This is where it's me and you, and we're kind of taking things. Well, I'm not really out here. Okay. I'm focusing on you. to an intimate level. It's, it's getting intimate. Okay. We're getting intimate. It's All a right. lot of Netflix and chill. 
It's a lot of movies been started, not finished. Yeah, you said something earlier that was different than Netflix and shit. It was way, way more sophisticated. Do you remember what it was? Uh, it was a Netflix, ne- what is it, Netflix and finish? <laughs> it, it was something like that. No, no, it was, it was something, like, something that. like that. So once you look, once you start doing the whole cuffing season thing, then there's two uh-huh. games that you're playing. Netflix and cuddling. That's Netflix and cuddling. That's what I did. That's what I did. Well, I sophisticated. So sophisticated folks. So two games is played oh. with two events that take place during cuffing season. And okay. that's Christmas and New Year's Eve. So let's kind of go into those games and kind of break those down. Yeah, so, bring them all down. Yeah, so bring when you down. go into Christmas, uh-huh. um, it's up to you, honestly. I'm not even going to sit there and tell you how to play, uh, yeah. play it. You got to kind of feel the situation out. Um, kind of feel who you're working with. Now, overdoing it can be, you know, a good thing and then it can be a bad thing, but it's never a bad thing. So, I, I'm going to say this. Listen. Okay. The stronger the connection, in my opinion... The better the gift. The better the gift, the more attention and detail the gift, we'll say. Okay. How about that? I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Now, once you get through Christmas, that's when this is really time to really step things up because even though you're a cover season, it may not be committed. It may just be a thing where we're really seriously dating around the whole Christmas time, right? I've okay. invited you over. You've met a couple of people in my family. Uh, I'm thinking of making you this more exclusive. Yeah, I want to. You know what? I want you to make the team. That's what it is. Oh, snap. So you, you haven't made the team. You, uh, it's one of those things that you're on the team, but I want to kind of exclusify. Maybe they need to be the star player. Yeah, you're the star player. We're working yeah, on the star player. Alright, so then the next thing that <laughs> goes into play. So once you get through uh-huh. New Year's Eve and you, you celebrate and yes, yes with, you, you want to focus on the playoffs. The okay. playoffs are key. Okay. The reason why the playoffs is key because now I, there's no one else around. Playoffs okay. is almost like exclusivity. Like we're kind of like an item. Okay. Right? All We've right. exchanged gifts. We've brought in the New Year together. Brought you around. You the boo, the bay. Mm. You know what I mean. You you hashtagging now. Um, maybe you're doing some things a little different. Yeah. And and you want to go into the thing of trying to make it to the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl is saying we're in this relationship. So when spring comes, you're not just kind of getting ghosts or you're not just you zombie. know zombie and yeah. things out. So okay. uh, for those that want more details on cuffing season. <laughs> Uh, make sure That's you guys. It's the whole thing around. Yeah, it's the search about. It. So we're going to post a blog post about it, and you'll see it. Uh, we're going to do a special blog. I That's mean, right. You'll see the post in my you'll social media. So definitely go check it out. So Lex. Uh, that's it for my damn uh, topic on cup of season. So you need to play your yeah, theme music I, on the way out. I feel like it was a lot. I, it was it was serious. <laughs> what do we got for the day show? Man, so that was a lot on your mind, it right? Was, that was so it helpful. Was I think we're we're gonna go into our hot topic. Hot topic, which is something serious. You okay. ready for this? What's our hot topic? I'm ready. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you or have you known? Well, I know you're not, but a nasty bitch. Now, when I first hear that, I'm like, I, I'm throwing off, I'm like, you see that? I feel a certain type of way you were just saying. Yeah, nasty. You, you do? I do. You do? Is, is it a good feeling? It's like a, yeah, it's like a provocative type. You know what? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I got to take, <laughs> take a drink on this one. Nasty bitch. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what well, does that mean, right? Listen, I, really, I really hear her talk this way, so it kind of throws me off a little bit. Yeah, I never hear her talk this way, so... All right, so, so we're going bitch. into this nasty bitch thing, okay? Because Ooh. guess what? You remember we did like... I love a nasty bitch. Let me do just tell you, I do. I do. I really? do. I love a nasty bitch. I do. I really? Do. I love a nasty bitch. I do. I okay, do. so I'm glad you said that. So, 
I need you to help us put some parameters or some clarification around okay. this nasty bitch thing, okay? okay? So do you love a nasty bitch all the time? Or is there certain times where you like a nasty bitch? Like, help us. Because guess what? You remember how we did a poll? We actually did a poll on our social media page on Instagram. Okay. If you don't follow us, it's at intimacyuncovered.com. And we wanted to get people's thoughts. So we wanted to know how many ladies actually felt comfortable unleashing the nasty bitch within, right? So, Ryan, it was kind of almost half and half. So about 55% felt as though, you know, they do feel like comfortable enough to be a nasty bitch right. like in any scenario. So what about the 45%? 45% did okay. not feel comfortable. So that's pretty much almost half and half, right? Okay. That's a big percentage, that's 45%. Big so 45% of you females out there are afraid of being a nasty bitch. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's okay. that's that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, that's so good. Let's kind of let's kind of chime into that and kind of see if we let's can. Kinda, that. Yeah, that's let's unpack that. That's, that's unpack that. Yeah, we so that I guess the biggest thing when it comes to the nasty bitch thing, right? Uh-huh. Is, is being is being able to be free with if you feel nasty, if you feel uh, you know what? In order to feel nasty, you kind of got to be feeling vulnerable too. You do, but tell us why you like a nasty bitch first of all. I feel like I like a nasty bitch because I feel like she's gonna be so open to 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 doing uh, these sexual interventions. I feel like it's always a, a connection when it comes to the the sexual energy mm. between me and that person. Like okay. that's you know what I mean. Like, so it kind of enhances things. For yeah, you. it enhances things because okay. the text messages will be will have will, will more have dirty. yeah, well more can have that okay. in there. Like when we out, like it's always it's this. It's that that provocative, that yeah. I'm, I'm just like, damn, that excitement. She keeps me like ready. You okay, know what I mean? okay, on your toes. No, huh? not on my toes. I, she almost kept me, and I gotta tell you, she almost keeps me like like ready. Oh, okay. Like ready, ready, ready. You know what I mean? Like ready, like <laughs> like any given moment, whatever. Any given moment, whatever. yeah. And okay. it's like right. that. Okay. Don't, and and the thing is, she can kind of hide it and and, and kind of. Mask it in mm, different so things. So play it down and play it up when necessary. Play it down and play it up. All right. It okay. could be a ride in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. I'll tell you. You know what I mean? I, listen. So for the 45%, I get it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to make anyone feel bad for not being able to unleash this. Because guess what, Ryan? They may have had someone that shamed them. You know, we actually have a clip that we want you guys to listen to. Because we had a conversation just with we a close friend of ours. Awesome random. Things about relationships, and they just so happen to talk about this very same thing of being a nasty bitch. So we want you to listen to this. Like their significant other holds them in a certain esteem, mm-hmm. and they feel like they're nasty for the thing. Like they won't do the things that they do with their cheating mm-hmm. partner. They won't ask their husband because they're afraid their husband's gonna look at them. Mm-hmm. That is called the good old comfort zone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it might be a comfortability. Like, she's like, I'm going to ask my husband, Greg. He'll be like, ugh. He'll think I'm cheating with somebody. He'll be like, why? Why are you asking or they me been, they, they, Or they've been, like, shamed around sex. That's why yes. they feel that way. Because yeah. someone along the line, like you said, shamed them. Or made them feel like, did oh. did an episode on that. Did yeah. And so now it's difficult for them to unleash that part. Even though she probably, sh- that person probably would not be cheating if someone didn't sex shame her along the way and would really probably want to do those things with her husband freely. Like, even what you're saying about the shame, mm-hmm. right? Nobody ever shamed me. Mm-hmm. But I had issues 
with asking someone for anal sex? For, for, with asking someone for it? Yes. Like asking them to do it to you? Yes. Really? Well, what happened? I don't know. I just felt like they would think I was fucked up. Why would you think that? What made you think that? Something made you think what that. What in your mind made you feel that that? Because the way I've always heard people refer to anal sex. So you base your your liking or your preference off of what you thought somebody else. Honestly, what happened was I hadn't really thought about it. One of my ex-boyfriends really liked it. So that was like how I experienced it for the first time mm-hmm. because... He just had me sexually strung out and he was like, we need to try this. So I was like, fuck it, all right. So once I tried it, I loved it. (laughs) Like seriously, I fucking loved it. So then it got to the point where me and him wasn't together and I got a new boyfriend. I was like, I'm not asking that nigga to do that. He might be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I literally had two boyfriends in between that that I went like eight, nine years without doing it. But that's, that's, because I was scared because if they the didn't sim- bring it up, I wasn't bringing it up. But that's the simplest thing to have a conversation about. I understand, but I just did not feel comfortable. So you went nine, eight, I went like eight or nine years without it at all. It and, was between the two boyfriends I had. And not one time did they slip out and slip and you be like, oh, no, 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 leave it in. Oh, go they ahead. never tried it. No. And they never mentioned it. That's and I never mentioned it. A lot of times when you're having sex, it'll slip out the vagina and slip into the... No. I don't have slips like that. I'm, I'm just saying that. Too. No, I'm, I'm saying I don't. And I never asked anybody because I was like, they're going to be like, eh, this bitch nasty. So I never <laughs> so, did. So, so question. So do you think the guys that you got with don't like nasty bitches? I think they do. Well, clearly I've seen some of their nasty bitches. So I think. So who <laughs> was trying not to but, be a nasty bitch? Maybe. Gotcha. Putting that down because I actually like them. Nasty bitch? I you actually like them, and I thought that if they thought I was fucking like that, uh-huh. that they would think differently of me. So I guess, I, yes, that would be the question. So how did you get over? Let's just get to the point. because the dude that I started fucking with after that, he was nasty. Mm-hmm. So therefore, and based on the shit that we did that he would ask me to do, I did not feel uncomfortable. So you saying the guy? So, but I, I think it's, it's a, it's like a back and forth thing, right? So mm-hmm. the guy had to actually be comfortable with his nastiness in order for you to feel comfortable with comfortable with yours. Yes, you weren't comfortable with your nastiness, therefore you wasn't able to share share that nastiness with the other guys for the last eight or nine years. Yes, gotcha. And then I know, so that kind of goes back to some of the things we brought up in the book, the Intimacy and Cover book, about having those conversations and how to initiate those conversations and to identify where you guys are in your levels of sexual exploit, you know, exploration. Yeah, yeah because um, the, it is difficult for a lot of people. And that's why people go cheat rather have these conversations. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's not true. That's what I did. But I didn't cheat for the anal. Mm-hmm. I did it. I did not have anal sex for almost nine years with two separate boyfriends in between. That was a lot that she said, right? Oh, that's true. That's, I mean, it was some real feelings in yes. it. And I think that that's probably the 45%, right? right? When she was mentioning how, you know, 
she wasn't as comfortable with the next person, right? Right. right. You know, that's real feelings. Real so feelings. it was like it was it was interesting because the first guy she was with, mm-hmm. he was comfortable with you know his sexuality and him being you know nasty and his nastiness and. If the guys comfortable, if, guys, if you're comfortable with your, you know, your nastiness and your freakness and what you want, um, it's not, it's not just saying, oh, I just want you to be nasty and be nasty. You know, like you got to be comfortable, and you being comfortable is really about making them being comfortable. You know yeah, what I mean? Like that's that's real serious. Like that's the serious thing, and yeah. you can't kind of make them feel a certain type of way about certain things about them. So. That was key about, um, you know, the clip, the audio that you heard. Yeah, and I think that another thing we should unpack here is, you know, somewhere along the line, someone shamed her, right? Around, or she developed this shame around wanting to explore her sexual inhibitions and feel free. Right. She, someone kind of made that difficult for her. And I think it's interesting that we bring that point out because we don't, we want to make sure we're creating an inviting atmosphere with our significant others, right? Right. So that they can share everything. And like you just mentioned, that level of vulnerability, big word, the word vulnerability, you know, that's needed to kind of bring out these inhibitions to unleash the nasty bitch, to unleash the nasty nigga, you know, oh, it's happening right here. Bleep that out. Bleep Lex's mouth. Happening around here, but to unleash those things, right? Right. So I think that it's important not to, to, to you know, shame someone if you, you know don't what, feel a certain. You know what? So, so just speaking from a guy standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in order to kind of, and, and I, re- I really feel like this is kind of like what led to to the book. This yeah. is a plug, yeah. shameless plug, shameless plug, um, important plug. Yeah, important plug. So if you have not pre-ordered your intimacy and cover book. Um, go right now on Amazon and make sure you do your pre-order. That's right. Um, the other thing is that we released a free ebook. Um, if you check the bio yes. and Intimacy Uncovered um, uh, Instagram, yes. my Instagram and Lex Instagram, if you go in our bios, it's there. That's right. Um, so I feel like when you see it and that name of that ebook is called Single Sex Versus Couple Sex. Um, how that ties into this whole thing about mm-hmm. the sexual shame is this, is that a lot of guys may not understand how to please a woman or understand what a woman's sexual, uh, may not understand a woman's sexual desire. And if right, because it's specific to everyone. So yeah. not that you don't know how to please a woman, but you may, everyone is different. Yeah, so. some women may have, uh, you know, um, they may have wants and needs. That's different from the next. That's different from the next. That's right. And sometimes when a guy doesn't have enough experience, he may feel like, all right, you know what? Um, I'm going to kind of make make this an issue or make sh- a shame you on this. That's true. And that's when that's a woman point. will feel like, this is what I like. But instead of you embracing it, yeah. you kind of shame me. So now I go to the next guy. And if you listen to the clip... Um, this young lady, she said, you know, she tried anal for the first time. Mm. And when she tried anal, she said she loved it. I mean, you could hear her excitement in it. Like, I was excited for her excitement. Right, like, but she was, never brought it up, right? Again, because the other guy when, never brought it up. Yeah, and, but the other guys weren't comfortable with their sexuality. And sometimes it's an ego thing. It's a macho thing. Like, I think sometimes if we feel like 
I think a woman may say, well, if we want to try anal with her, right. maybe we would like anal. And that doesn't necessarily mean that. Okay. Um, us liking the trianal may just be a thing where, guess what? We may want to see if this woman wants to, you know, heighten her sexual experience. Right. Doesn't or mean that, that you be, have to like it. You know what I mean? It may be part of her sexual experience. Yeah, yeah. Not so, even yes. She may be there. Yeah, so, so. There's, there's different things that you talked about, about in season one, mm. and uh, talked about that spot mm. that's in between the guy's rectum right. and his the perineum. yeah the perineum so mm. if you guys want to know more on that go check out our previous podcast well, then what podcast was that i think it was podcast two podcast two you may have to listen to all of them yeah and then you'll find <laughs> it but you know what we'll do the research and make sure that we That's post right. that on there yeah. and talk about um finding the guy's back but um the biggest thing is i was gonna say is that with hearing that audio and just hearing how engaged he was is that you want to make sure that, you know, you don't sex, sex shame each other and that's right. you're open. You want to create an open environment yeah. overall. That's what we're saying. You yeah. know, you know, things, this can get awkward really fast, guys, talking about and when sex. You, no, listen, yeah. when you create yeah. the awkwardness, yeah. it's hard to knock the awkwardness off. Right. It's hard, you know, so. I've had the awkwardness happen. Creating that environment. And, and I was able to kind of knock it off. How did you knock it off? I think it was one of those things so where. One? Some wine help. <laughs> wine help. But you know what it was? What? I think that when that situation happened, um, I was I, I just went to the I went extra I went extra. Okay. Extra vulgar with it. Okay. So go so, to that. To the extreme. Sure. Okay. And it kinda loosened it up. Okay. Now at first it was kinda like a what's going on? Right. But then when you kind of said, no, I just want to make sure you're comfortable, uh-huh. it was kind of embraced. Okay. So if you run into that issue where um, you've been sex shamed or you, you get with the next guy, let's say, for instance, this young lady that, you know, shared her her, her story with us or her situation with us where um, she initially started off uh, being uh, introduced to anal sex. Why? She loved it. But then she went into a situation where... She went to two more relationships and she never mentioned it and eight or nine years went past and she didn't even participate in it. Okay. Um, she wasn't able to become or be her nasty bitch. Right. And as a result of that, um, I felt like in order to her for her to kind of deal with that, <laughs> mm-hmm. she could have hinted around or she could have asked the guys like, you know, were they comfortable with that? Right. I mean, I, you know, I, I think that again, like... I think it det- it depends on the environment and what you're feeling and type of vibes you're getting. If you're getting tight vibes, because it's easy to pick up on someone's um, synergy. So if you're getting vibes that aren't like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that or if I feel a certain type of way about that, then it's not going to be as easy to bring up those topics, right? I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Now, being that we released this book, Single Sex versus Couple Sex, right? right? And I want to take this interview or this random kind of uh, open kind of uh-huh. conversation we yeah. had. Do you think that there's more sex shaming or not even sex shaming? Do you feel like this happens more in single sex or couple sex? Huh, that's a good question, Ryan. You know, I think that in all honesty, maybe if you haven't had, you know, a good bout in the single sex realm maybe okay. you haven't really kind of identified we, we have a section in um the actual book 
the mothership of books, Intimacy Uncovered, right. we talk about know thyself, right? Yeah. So I think if you haven't fully known yourself, you know, and then allow yourself to have certain experiences sexually, that it's harder, gotcha. you know, for you when you move into a couple sex scenario. Gotcha. To really like, okay. you know, feel vocal enough okay. to be like, I've learned my body, I've learned this about myself, and this is what works, okay. you know? Or so I, the key thing in this is like, you got to know yourself. You got to know yourself. You got to know yourself, you got to be yourself. comfortable with yourself. And comfortable expressing that. One thing I will say this too about, you know, our ebook, Single Sex versus Couple Sex. I know that we noted that a lot of times when you have those single sex experiences, you're more inclined to learn those things about yourself, right? That's true. And so when you learn those things about yourself, you know, you tend to be more vocal about it, but you're also, you know, experimenting and being able to really let your partner know when you do get a partner right. that I think if we try this, this might work for, for me and I, you know, so it kind of helps too, right? When you get into that couple scenario, because now Absolutely. you're helping each other, like Absolutely. this is what... This is what works or may work for me. So as I'm as I'm listening to you, the first thing that comes to mind is I start thinking about experiences, mm. experience as experience, and I'm like, okay, so what happens when a female is sex shamed, right? Mm. Now, the first thing I'm gonna do is have you ever been sex shamed? It was a long time ago. I was in college. Okay. Yeah. Tell me the story. Tell me the story. So I don't remember the whole story. Well, give us, give us what but you remember. I just remember okay. feeling like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, I don't want him to feel like I'm just loose with it, but okay. I have learned this about myself that this is something that helps me, you know, climax or helps me really fully enjoy the experience. Okay. So, you know, and I think guys sometimes can be very... You know, judgmental. I'll be honest with you. Okay. For lack of a better word, you know. With, why do you? I mean, I'm saying why? With that, why because they feel like sometimes if you have more knowledge or, around yourself or whatever, you know that that you've obviously done a lot of things, and that's not true. Okay, so let me get this straight. Yeah. So, if you know yourself, uh-huh. does not necessarily mean that you've been out there more. with like a bunch of dudes. That does not. Okay. That's not it just that means that you. That means you've un- learned some things about yourself. I got you. Yes. Okay. So, so guys, let's take this into account. Like. Just because she knows herself and says, you know, uh, do this or do that, that doesn't mean she's been with a bunch of guys. Okay, so that's 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 good intel, you know. Yeah. Um, Let me ask this: Um, If we had to talk to those forty-five percent, and we had to help them understand uh, how to get into tap into like their nasty, their nasty bits, the nasty bit side, because. This is key. Yeah. Why Why is it key that everyone should have this nasty bitch, right? And I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. See, when you don't have the nasty bitch in you, mm-hmm. when you get with someone, it's easy to forget about easy. your experience. Uh, okay. That makes sense. When you have a nasty bitch, that situation or that person stays on your mind a lot more frequently. From the past? No, I'm saying oh. that, that you're with. I'm okay. saying if the woman you're with mm-hmm. is a nasty bitch, mm-hmm. I'm saying it's hard to get her off your mind. Okay, I see. And I'm saying. saying if she's not a nasty bitch, it makes it kind of um, it's a I want to say That's a challenge. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a That's challenge right. because it's, you you it keeps you it, it opens the door for you to think about somebody else. That's some good, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you should. I'm just saying that it happens. And I'm saying that just you know. Listening to Lex's experience mm-hmm. and listening and just thinking about some of my experience, I'm saying I think we all go through this, yeah. and I think we can kind of agree that 
you know, when you have someone that really, really, really engages you and you're fully comfortable with them and you're able to be that nasty bitch, like, those are the guys that you recall. And I'm saying, guys, these are the females you recall. That makes sense, Ryan. It yes. definitely makes sense. And that level of mostly, probably I'm sure everyone has in common, is that level of vulnerability you were able That's to true. exude, right? And yeah. that experience and in that relationship now, the with biggest, that person. The biggest vulnerability is that yeah. if you do this and you're not a couple, yeah. That is probably one of the that the That's really true. really the really uh, high risk factors of vulnerability. You're right. If you're doing these things and you may not be a couple, and listen, I'm not knocking you at all. I'm mm-hmm. saying, listen, everybody's free. You're free yeah. to engage in what you want to engage right. in. I'm just saying, just just based on you know the book that same sex versus couple yeah. sex. Uh, what we've kind of found is that. We all love the, the, we all see the love and the, the passion behind the single sex. Sure. The newness and things like Excitement that. Factor, right. Factor. But yeah. we found a security blanket or if, if, if we feel some type of, um, we feel better, we feel it's more. It's openness. Um, it's a free, yeah. I mean, like you feel like vulnerable. You're right. able to, you know, really allow yourself to just be. When right. you're in a couple of yeah. when you're in a relationship, you feel safe. Yeah, you feel safe because yeah. I feel like if 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 I just try this with anybody, then this female may feel like, well, am I special? Mm-hmm. Was this something he does with everybody on every situation? But if it's just me and them, I don't feel like they're doing that because I'm giving them not just the physical, I'm giving them the emotional, I'm giving them the um, intellectual. I'm giving them the experiential. Right. I'm giving them, I'm giving them the whole time. thing around the whole uh, factor about intimacy. Absolutely. So I think this was a, a dope topic to talk yeah. about. Yeah, this for, was for sure. Because yeah, that's so, what a lot of people struggle with that. You know, and it's very real, as you can see from our poll response. It's real. If you haven't taken the time to uh, chime in on the poll, make sure you guys go and leave follow. Yeah, sure. leave a comment, and we always accept. Uh, DMs and yes. things like that mm-hmm. and guess what you can remain anonymous so yes. we don't want you to feel like you know if you share something um, that you can't you know share with us and without you know being able to kind of uh, share with us like That's it's, right. it's an anonymous experience yeah, we, we love feedback I mean it helps continue and keep the story or keep the topic going. So, For sure. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that topic. was a nice hot spot yeah. topic, yeah. right, guys? All um, right. What's next? What you got on So we're going to roll on into our actual... DM question. Okay, so we do got a DM. Yeah, you know, okay, people so thank you for DM. Us, okay. You. So we actually had a question for you specifically, for Ryan. Specifically. You ready for this? All right, all right. <laughs> all right, so Ryan, as a male, the question is... How would you su- suggest I bring up to my boyfriend that he can improve his oral game? Yikes. Okay, so that, how, how, how do I... Bring up to my boyfriend that he can improve his oral game. Mm, that's a good one. That's a great one. All right, so, <laughs> um, all right, so the first thing is this. Um, every kitty cat... Every box, every JJ, and I'm using all these colloquials to kind of describe the vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, all everybody's different, right? Um, some women prefer the lick, some people prefer the suck. So I feel like the thing is, um, you have to kind of, you know, you know what I would do in this situation. I would kind of ask her to masturbate. So she needs to bring this up to her boyfriend. How I does know. she do it? And I'm saying this is what I would do. Uh-huh. I would I would say to her, ask 
him to watch her masturbate. Ah, okay. So okay. if she masturbated in front of him, okay, right, okay, then I would say, look, I want you to watch what I'm doing, like, like watch me because I want you to help me, right? Engage in my masturbation with me, right? Okay. And notice what she does, right? Now everybody but JJ is different, right? Sure. So as a result of that, he's going to see how she reacts to certain things. This is supposed to be the memory thing. Like, I want you to take note of what I'm doing. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. So your tip will be for her to, one tip will be to engage in You got to engage in that. Engage in my masturbation with me. Okay. I'm going to masturbate. Okay. I want you to watch me and engage with me. And then from there, I, start letting him do certain things. Okay. Hey, you do it. Yeah. Right? Okay. You hold it. You do it. Let's say she's using her fingers. You put your fingers. Let's say she's using the toy. Uh-huh. You use the toy. And getting him to kind of step in. Sure. Right? And then what happens is now he's going to start learning her body. See, the biggest thing, and we talk about this in Intimacy and Cover, is not only knowing that body, like not, on, not only the guy knowing his body and the woman knowing her body, but the biggest thing is knowing your partner's body. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's not just about... Um, just going in there, just jumping into the sex. It's kind of engaging and knowing like what they like and what they need, right. and just making it making it fun. You have to have, I think. Yeah, you gotta make it fun. Yeah, I think you have to be in a place where you feel open enough. And again, it goes back to that same word, vulnerability. Yeah. And I think that you have to create an environment. You know, both of you. You know, where That's you true. feel like you can have these exchanges. Now, me and my husband have something that we like to. Oh call. shit! Ho 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 ho! We have something that we like to call, you know, the reunion show. It's something where we like to kind of check in about certain things. You know what I mean? Whatever. And we have these check-in moments. I never knew this. But go ahead. You know what I mean? So, babe, did that work for you? How did you feel about this? You know, because that only improves and heightens our intimacy, right? When we have these check-in moments. Because if I ain't do that quite right and I need to tweak a little something, I need to know. Because you're right. I don't want the next chick to... I don't want him to go out and see someone and be like, damn, I wonder if she could have did it. You know what I mean? You don't want to have that invitation type moment. You know what I mean? So you need to check in with each other if the point is here and see how we're feeling about each other and our experiences. That's a a good example. That's a good example. So let me say this. Um, If if you, and I'm just speaking to this DMer, um, (laughs) if they want to engage more with the guy, right? Uh What I was going to say is that... um, Become blind, right? Okay. Right? Please. So, imagine, yeah, so become blind. Okay. And becoming blind means that you're going to become his personal guide. And when you become his personal guide, um, you're going to kind of let him know. And if you really think about it, a woman's moan and a woman's gesture can kind of really guide a guy into whatever he is, right? Okay. Um, so, when you say become blind, what should she do? Right, I'm about to go into. Okay, that. I got you. I got okay. you. Okay, all right. I'm so like, being being blind means that you have to really guide him to what you like. Okay. What that that can entail is, um, I want more of this, less of this. Okay. And when you tell somebody more and less of this, and more of this, less of this, it's less kind of. It's not more. It it doesn't make them feel any type right. of way, right? So if you're saying you I want more licking, less sucking. I can deal with that. Or if you say I want more sucking, less licking, I can deal with that. Okay. So if he's there, 
you want to kind of say, no, 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 do the thing that I love that you right, do, right. which is the sucking. And so it's all about, it's all about kind of hyping him up. It is. And how you say things. Yeah. Right? It's how you say things. You're taking so, that away from this too. Yeah. So you got to be able to make sure that you hype him up. But if you say, hey, the way you do it is wrong. Nah, you don't want to leave. Hey, listen, I'm being honest. That is going to be uh, the way for him not to eat you out or not to be oral He's going to shy away He's from He's going to shy away from it because yeah. it doesn't feel good. Yeah. You're so, right. So it's one of those things that if it doesn't feel good, and sex is a very sensitive topic. You're right. It is. And not only have we talked about the sex shaming in this podcast, but um, I think that once people understand that it's it's... The more free you are in talking about sex, I feel like the, the more comfortable it is to have these type of conversations. Yes. Because, honestly, um, you know, in your experience, and I'm probably showing my experience, like, you go through those things where you have an expectation. Mm. And if someone doesn't meet the expectation, you're literally like, all right, this wasn't what That's I was right. supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah, you completely And right. you got to understand... Unless he is really fully engaged in his own sexuality, if he's not engaged in his own sexuality, he damn sure ain't gonna take your sexual. sexual. That's true. Yeah. But you know what, too, Ryan? I think people don't want to. No one wants to suck at anything, and especially something as intimate as being with another person. That's right? not true. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not true. No, people don't want to suck. People don't want to go into it not being good. No, not it. that. Not that. That's I, what I mean. I think sometimes people. Just really care about just getting their own. I mean, I totally agree with you, but I think also people, some people are concerned about like what they leave behind as far as like a reputation is concerned or like just they don't want their name to be, you know, kind of put down in any sort of way. You know, I think, I mean, and I'm even speaking too more so from the couple realm of things, obviously. Okay. <laughs> You know, when you care enough about someone, right. you know, you don't want to suck. You, right. you don't want to suck. Right. You know, that's not your intent. So if you're finding that, you know, someone isn't pleasuring you in that way, it's important that you communicate that because that person wants to please you. You know what? You're right. Sure. You're right. Now, you know what? I've been in a situation as a couple mm-hmm. and I'm saying I can understand how that how that can go down that road. Mm-hmm. So that's a very sensitive topic, especially Absolutely. in a relationship or if you're married, um, which Lex is married. Yep. Yep. And what, how many years? It's been about two years. Two years. Yeah. So congratulations. We got to give... Lexa, shout out for that two years. <laughs> she she holds down the whole side of the uh, podcast that or the partnership that we have. Oh right, yeah, that talks about the the couple side, that's right, and the relationship side. And um, you know, I, I can I can do the single thing, but I do know a little bit about the couple things. I've been in several relationships, all so right. um, that's a great topic. So, yes, um, all right. So, so what do we go? What do we go from here? How do what do we go from here? We've gone so from. You know, We've gone through a lot. Yeah, we've gone from cuffing season to sex shaming <laughs> to, naughty. to nasty bitch. Not naughty, nasty bitch. To to this DM of how do I present. So I feel like it's it's, it's kind of... got to wind all that excitement down, right? all that down, wind all that. So, yeah, you know it's our yeah, favorite time. It's our favorite time. So we want you guys to stick around because next up is Pillow Talk with Lex. All, all right, right, so stick around. <laughs> I know it gets rough when you're out there dating and in relationships, but I want you to remember this, that trust and transparency go hand in hand. It's hard to avail one without the other. So if you're looking for either, 
You have to be willing to exude both. All right, guys. So please leave a comment below. Let Ryan and I know what topics we should address. Anything related to dating, intimacy, romance, foreplay, sex. We want to address because this is also about you. This is an open dialogue. So we want you to stay connected and leave a comment below.